spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. You can find it in Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. You can stream us right there in the WDBO app. Donald Trump, where to begin with Donald Trump today. Donald Trump is who he is, right? The man is a street brawler. That's who he is. He makes no apologies for it. And Trump's fight, his will to battle, whether that be battling big government or a culture seemingly gone crazy or Democrats gone crazy, still very much appeals to a whole lot of folks, including me and the Republican Party. Case in point, look at the most recent Quinnipiac poll, which stated that Donald Trump now owns a substantial lead over expected GOP challenger, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, 46 to 32 percent. Surprising to me? Yeah, absolutely. Not that Trump is ahead right now, but that Trump is so far ahead in this particular poll. Other polls have basically said the same thing. Now, in light of all the publicity that Ron DeSantis has gotten over the last several weeks, including his book coming out at the end of February and all the coverage that DeSantis has gotten on Fox News here lately, I am stunned quite frankly, that Trump's lead in this particular poll and others is so large right now among likely GOP voters. Now, keep in mind, another poll released this past weekend finds Ron DeSantis running much more competitively against the Donald in Iowa and New Hampshire than he is in the national surveys. This particular poll or polls conducted by public opinion strategies from March 21st to March 23rd, found that DeSantis leads Trump by eight percentage points, 45 to 37 percent in a head-to-head matchup in Iowa. And these guys are tied 39 to 39 in New Hampshire. Now in a more crowded field, including Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy, DeSantis was tied with Trump in Iowa and trailed him by as many as 12 points in New Hampshire. Again, why this matters, why this matters is because the national polls, like the aforementioned Quinnipiac poll, have Trump up significantly over DeSantis. But these particular polls in Iowa and New Hampshire, early primary battleground states, suggest that DeSantis is performing better in the early states where voters pay close attention. So I think these polls in Iowa and New Hampshire are notable. But look, there is no doubt. There is no doubt that still Donald Trump is very much a huge, huge presence on the GOP side of things. Ron DeSantis is going to have the fight of his life coming up. And speaking of fight, as of this taping, 
we still do not know if Donald Trump is going to be indicted in New York City in what is obviously yet another political hit job in Manhattan by the DA there. His name is Alvin Bragg. Remember last week, Trump predicted that he would be indicted and arrested as of last Tuesday. Has not happened yet, again, as of the taping of this podcast. And on Friday of last week, Trump, in my opinion, jumped the shark. Trump on Truth Social wrote this. What kind of person can charge another person, in this case, a former president of the United States who got more votes than any sitting president in history and leading candidate by far, he says, for the Republican Party nomination with a crime when it is known by all that no crime has been committed and also that potential death and destruction in such a false charge could be catastrophic for our country. Now, come on, let's be honest here, folks. Okay, as much as I love Trump and as much as I love the backyard brawler that he is, you can't be writing this stuff. You can't be talking about potential death and destruction and this and that catastrophic for our country. Can't be doing it. And not only did he write that, there was also in this social media post on Truth Social, there was also a photo of himself holding a baseball bat next to a picture of Alvin Bragg's head. Now, again, do I think Alvin Bragg is a political hack? I do. Do I think that he, along with other George Soros-backed local DAs in this country, are doing a severe disservice to our nation for their soft-on-crime policies? Yep, you betcha I do. But come on now. Come on, you can't be doing this as much as it appeals to those in the GOP, the least common denominator, those who are really frustrated with our nation's direction right now, both governmentally and culturally. This social media post was beyond the pale. As much as I love the fight in the dog, the dog cannot be fighting this way. A picture of Trump taking a baseball bat to a guy's head? For those of you who are saying to yourselves, the man can't help himself, you're right. You're, you're right. We've learned that. He cannot help himself. And I remember asking the former president a question from a WDBO listener. In fact, let's play it for you right now. It was December of 2021. I interviewed Donald Trump after he lost the election in 2020. If you want to listen to the interview in its entirety, it's a Nez Says podcast number 180. So I asked them this question from a WDBO listener here. Sir, over the last few days, we've had a number of great WDBO listeners chime in with questions. And, and here's one that I wrote down. Mr. President, yeah. I loved your policies. This country misses you, she says. But when you go back to the White House, will you please cut down on the social media? I don't mind it, but it turns a lot of people off. How, how do you respond to that, uh, to that statement there, Mr. President? Well, I understand it, and I've had it before, and there are some people that love it, you understand. Maybe they don't love it that much, but they seem to watch it because we had a, you know, hundreds of millions of followers. And uh, I, it was a way of getting the word out. We have fake press, fake news, and they wouldn't give the truth out, and I was able to put out the truth. And sometimes I would agree with you, it wouldn't be pleasant, and sometimes it was very necessary. I would literally negotiate with foreign countries through social media because they'd understand where I stood. If you remember North Korea, it was very successful, but I do understand uh, what she's saying. And uh, she sounds like a great person and I'm going to try and abide by her wishes. I'm going to try to abide by her wishes. He says, well, so much for abiding by those listeners wishes. 
And this is why, frankly, that Ron DeSantis is going to prove to be eventually a huge challenge for Donald Trump in the end, despite what the polls say right now nationally, because DeSantis is Trump the fighter without the drama, because DeSantis is Trump the fighter without the baggage, because DeSantis is Trump the fighter sans the baseball bat. Look, I, like that listener, love Donald Trump's policies. This is a guy who has been targeted from day one by Democrats. The man's office was bugged during the campaign. A fake dossier was created and paid for by Hillary Clinton to dig up fake dirt on this guy. The Mueller investigation ensues. Russia, Russia, Russia. The two ridiculous impeachment attempts of this guy and yet no accountability from anybody. Anybody on the left? Nobody. But in an era where the media is partisan as well, that's how they're able to get away with it. So there's a part of me that, frankly, empathizes with Donald Trump. There's a part of me that loves the fight in this dog. I'm convinced there's just one person on the face of the planet who would be able to have the gumption to stand up to the antics that we've seen from the left over the last seven years or so with this guy. But Donald Trump can also be his own worst enemy. And we're seeing that right now with the baseball bat caption with Alvin Bragg and all the criticism that we've heard from Trump about Ron DeSantis. This man cannot help himself. His passionate followers love this stuff. They absolutely love it. But I ask you the question, do you truly believe that Donald Trump can win over independence and moderate Democrats like he did in 2016, taking a baseball bat to a guy's head on social media? Folks, nobody gets Democrats out to the polls, no matter who's on their side. Nobody gets Democrats out to the polls more than Donald Trump does. Can he win a general election doing this kind of stuff? No, I don't think he can. And yet Trump is going to be Trump. That's going to do it for the Inez Says podcast today. Appreciate you being here. You can find me on the radio every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.